episode three and seven. Let me see. Sure. Yeah. Alright, let's um sis y'all y'all there. And then and again, call, yeah, call it out so people don't like. First Peter chapter three verse five. For after the manner in the old time, the holy women also, who trusted in God, adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husbands. Say, say that last part again. Being in subjection unto their own husbands. Now, sisters, what does it mean? At, read the first part of that verse. For after the manner in old time, the holy women also. The what? Holy women also. It means separate, right? Right? Did y'all not know that? Holy means separate. That's what holy means. It means separate. So that means that these sisters are in the truth. They know who they are. They uh they going by the laws. I just want to make that point clear. Uh, yeah, you holy, you holy. He's holy. I'm holy. It's not like we learn in in uh in in, in so-called church Christianity. They holy means something different. But the true definition of holy is to mean separate. So it's a it's and it's kind of showing you these sisters uh who these sisters are. Keep going. Who trusted in the Most High, adorned themselves. Who did what? Who trusted in the Most High. So they go by the Most High. They go by the laws. Keep going. Adorned themselves. Keep going. Being of subjection unto their own husbands. So they understand their role to their husbands. Keep going. Oh, no, hold up. What'd you say, sir? Adorned. Mm -hmm. Look it up. Don't ask me. We look words up. Look them up. You got you got this there? If you don't, I got one right here. I can look on my phone. Yeah. Go ahead. That's a great place that you stop right there. So you, you understand exactly what he's talking about. That point That's a great place. Get on that gun. Oh, no sweat. We got plenty of time. Whoever well, get it, go ahead and read it. Okay. Yeah, what where where are you trying to go here? You trying to I'm just stop it, so okay, seven. Like what you go. Oh actually I can I can stop it at eight. That'd be cool with that Go ahead, read. Um, adorn. Make more beautiful or attractive. Um, also, it says to make more pleasing, impressive, or enhance. There you go. So that gives you the definition of adorn. Go ahead. So this actually makes you more pleasing to to your uh, husband. to your husband when you put on being subjective right subjection yeah that's what they're saying like when you when you're humbling yourself mm -hmm. that makes you that most beautiful to your husband it's attractive to your husband you get what i'm saying so that don't necessarily i'm sorry hmm? that don't necessarily mean like oh you're getting all dolled up i mean 
I mean, can, can you do that? Yeah, you can like put you on can, makeup. You can go and get <laughs> dolled up to make yourself more attractive. Yes, but but husband. this yes, like it's lawful for you to do. Yes, that. that's lawful. That's lawful. We've been doing it since okay. yes, yeah, since the beginning. Um, but what this is talking about is when you humble yourself. No. When, you, when you're when you listen instead of like, like, like you want to talk before you even hear what your husband's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Let him speak. Let him speak. You know what I'm saying? Because you might be surprised he might have a point. Because a lot of times when brothers and sisters get to arguing, I'm not saying you ain't going to argue. That's going to happen. You're going to get loud, things like that. But when you're totally not trying to hear nothing, like you almost shut yourself down, that's not going to get you nowhere. And then he's sitting up there bringing out scriptures. And if you're a sister in the truth, listen for a minute. Just be quiet. You know what I'm saying? Just, just be quiet for a second. It's meaning more like that, or like um, um, any anything. Looking clothes and they real humble and sweet, ain't all loud and shit. You make a man's mind curious. That's almost that's more attractive than you just showing everything, showing your whole body. You know what I'm saying? Because you already showing what he want. That's where that saying come from. Uh, uh, what's the saying about the milk and the cow? Uh, why buy the cow when you, why buy the cow when you can get, get the milk for free? Yeah. It's the same thing. So, like, humble yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's just another example of it. Um, I wanted to pull out one scripture. Uh, you can. Just go to, like, what was it, 7? Yeah, go to 7. First Peter chapter 3, verse 6. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well, and are not afraid with any amazement. You understand that? When it says your daughters ye are, you come from that lineage. If Sarah obeyed Abraham, you come from that same lineage. You should be doing the same thing. You understand? Oh, like Sarah obeyed Abraham. Right. So is she like, I don't want to say like, I people say four Yeah, you want to say great, four, great, 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 we stop in the next so lucky. We stop in there, you're gonna do seven as well. Oh, he still has seven? Mm-hmm, that was six. Oh, go ahead, right, go ahead. Uh first Peter chapter three, verse seven. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life. That your prayers be not hindered. There you go. You good with that? Go ahead. So like mm-hmm. what does it mean as being heirs together of the grace of life? What was that? Peter's what? Peter three. Uh, giving honor unto his wife as unto the weakest vessel and being heirs together of the grace of life. Um, 
I would have to say that means like to understand and, and growing this truth together with the grace of life. I know when it says grace, you know, of course, what Christ did for us, um, that time period when you're able to come to the truth and learn it, that's what grace is. You had that time period to come to the truth, right? You came to the truth. So did your husband. Once you learn how each one is supposed to, the role they're supposed to play, and you understand that, then you're heir to it. Like you, you're able to reap the benefits from it, if you understand what I'm saying, by going by the law and, and really loving each other the way you're supposed to. You understand what that means? Mm -hmm. Okay. What's up? So like, and then is that pretty much the same as dwell with them according to knowledge? Like in the beginning of uh, seven, so it's basically like saying that you're in the truth and your other ones in the truth, so y'all together in the truth. Mm -hmm. Like y'all living together in the house in the truth. Right. And you and you living righteously. And you're heirs to the grace of life. You're living righteously now. You know what I'm saying? That you get the benefits from that. What's going on? So like, uh, and uh, if I may, it says that your prayers do not hinder. So when, uh, what does that mean? So like your prayers will be heard. If you're not righteous, then your prayers won't be heard. Why would he? If you ain't in the truth, why would he listen? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, let me ask you. So that's actually intertwining them together as, as one uh, in So I was, I was asking, would that be the covenant that the, that the husband have over the wife? Uh, I don't know if Oh, that was a question. I don't know if uh, I mean that's similar, but I would. I, it seemed like that's two different things. It seemed like this one, this this scripture is particularly talking about um, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel. You respect for who she, who she is, mm -hmm. and you know, and, and the man knows his role. Sure. And if both of you do this together. And you are heirs to the uh, to the grace of light. I think they're 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 similar, but I think they're just talking about two different things. Covering your wife is covering your wife, but it's almost like this is talking about what the two of you need to do. You understand what I'm saying? Um, let me end it with this, y'all. Let me end it with this. If we had any more questions. Okay, I want to end it with this precept right here. This is 1 Corinthians um, 7 and 39. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, let me know when y'all get that. You say 7 and 39? Come Aqua, you there? Come. Come. The assassination of Gianni Versace, premieres 
No, you can read it up. First Corinthians 7, uh, verse 39. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband living. Yeah, you hear that? She's bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. That's how long y'all should be together going by the law. Respecting each other's roles. Keep going. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will. Only in the Lord. Only in the truth. So I just wanted to cover that just so y'all understand that no matter what, when y'all decide to have sex, you are husband and wife for life huh. until one of you die. Y'all bound together. So they, so you have to work this thing out. You have to work this thing out, whatever problem you have. And that's for anybody, you know what I'm saying? The best thing to do is always get counsel. Uh, uh, sisters that's always, that are new to the truth and have a lot of questions. Man, the best thing you can do is go to and get them answered. You know what I'm saying? Um, but she can only go to a priest. So like, she can only go to a priest if she doesn't have an eye right? Or she does if her if her husband is is in the truth, she has to talk to him and he has to go to come. Right? But if things get too serious, like if there's like physical abuse, mental abuse going on, uh, something really out of order mm -hmm. and against the law, then she goes to who she needs to go to to get counsel. Because at the end of the day, we protect our sisters. We protect our brothers. You understand? Alright. Alright, so we uh, now, let me get into the topic. Hey, y'all got heavy for a minute. Might do a class on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the woman's role, man and woman's role. All right, man. We gonna get into these Greek fraternities that are the production house of Stockholm syndrome. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because uh, let me get things situated here. Greek fraternities are doing a number on our people. And what they're doing is they are creating a division amongst our people to where it's almost like a higher class and a lower class. Like if I was talking to, I was talking to, uh, to earlier, if do next, I'm not an alpha. And this next dude next to me, he's an alpha, part of this Greek fraternity. He'll get the job before me, even if we both black, even if we from the same nation. So why do we take, why are we taking the role of a white man in creating division amongst our own people? This type of thing got to stop because a lot of us don't even know what Greek fraternities are about. They don't know how they started. They don't know the even the the influence it has, like Masons and and Greeks and Romans, and uh, they have all kind of idolatry in them. Uh, they have all kinds of uh, homosexual-like acts in them, man. Like, there's a video out right now where it's showing cute dolls dancing and doing the stepping thing, and they got their pants all the way down on purpose 
to where it's showing their ass cheeks. And they spray painting them gold. You know what I'm saying? It's like, for what? They spray paint their ass cheeks gold. They spray paint their ass cheeks gold. <laughs> on some of these, on some of these footages I've seen, you know, the they got some kind of check they do and say all these like these these uh I don't know, it's like these things they memorize, these stanzas, whatever. Like this this literature they they remember they uh, memorize and they have to say. And they can't mess up when they say it. And when they mess up, they they, they do this thing called hazing to them. Where um, uh, uh, they well, I don't know. I think they they so-called outlaw the paddle, but they'll smack them up with paddles. They'll uh, do some inflict. Uh, yeah. What? I don't know. I don't go too far with that. I just seen a video. But um, this is the type of stuff that our people are putting in. The main point of it is they are truly like a Christian church. They like a cult. Because you are humiliated. Everything is taken away from you to make you feel embarrassed. A lot of the times women, you'll, I'll show you some statistics where women are raped and it don't come out. And it's accepted. It's almost accepted to the point where like you get raped and somebody asks you to get raped. You're like, nah, they wouldn't do that. They protect them. Cause like with each in in, the, in areas of white fraternity thing and a black fraternity thing, with the black fraternities though, they always have these sister uh, sororities, where they get they sisters from this sorority to do whatever they want to do. You know what I'm saying? They always you know having sex and it's part of the initiation and it might be part of the initiation for the woman, but it totally destroys. Uh, the way our people are supposed to think, the way they're supposed to carry themselves, is lawless. So we're going to expose today, man. We're going we gonna to expose. We're going to get into the history of it first. Once we get into the history of it, we're going to get into some of the uh, symbols that they use to uh, worship. Because uh, that's basically what they do. But they use these these uh, little, little Greek gods that they put in their symbols. And they uh, do a thing called branding. You ever heard of branding? Mm -hmm. You know what it comes from? Uh, so like, the, like slaves or like how slave masters used to mark their slaves? Mm-hmm. Or cattle as well? It started with animals, but they also marked their slaves. There's different ways you mark them. Mark them to show ownership. Mm -hmm. Mark them to show that they're escaped. A fugitive. There was one brand that they would use with an F on it that they put on your forehead. They would brand your forehead to show when you run away and get caught, this is a fugitive. Then when they look on your shoulder, it was three main places they would put brands. They put them on your face, your shoulder, um, or somewhere on your chest, somewhere easily seen. They just rip your shirt or something and see it. And, um, it would be the owner of where you from, and also it would be uh, what you did. So these things were horrible, you know what I'm saying? And like every, just about every single fraternity, the first thing they do when you cross the line or whatever they call it, you become one of them, they brand you. Like where you getting that from? Why that? Where you getting that from? You getting that from the white man. Why are you using Greek symbols? You're getting that from the white man. You see, and, and, if you, and when you learn what uh, Stockholm Syndrome is, it's when 
I'm jumping a little bit, but accept it. And now it's a you, your mentality is, oh, we sick, master. We sick. You feel for him now. You want to be just like him. You want to be a carbon carbon copy of him because he's had his foot on your neck for so long. So we finna show that Greek fraternities are producing this by the millions. And they get, all this did not start with black people. They got this from white folks. So like, Go ahead, if I might, mm -hmm. I, I, I noticed since I've been the truth, you know, the most happy revealing uh, things that's outside, you know, in the world. Huh. To where, uh, you know, you can, you can see uh, a lot of bullshit that's in the world. Come. <laughs> I agree. And I'm gonna tell you, I agree. I'm gonna tell y'all something, man. Anytime that I done noticed that there's a black something and a white something, mm -hmm. it's always bullshit in the music. Right. Like a black church in the white church. Why is it a black church and a white church? Why is it just a church? Just a church. Why is it a, a black fraternity? White fraternity. Mm -hmm. And that you know that the black, and you usually come from the blacks trying to be like the whites. And it also comes from the whites allowing you to do that right. because they got something planned. Like, perfect, perfect example. It's something destructive to you. Right. Perfect example is uh, MLK. Yeah. Now, I wanted to get on him today, but I was like, I'm going to get on him another time because he in this. God. God. Now, like, I got something on him in this. God. He's part of it. Yeah. So... But just like what MLK did, MLK, he made us all think it was cool to demand rights in somebody else's establishment that didn't even want your money. You know what I'm saying? So how crazy is it that all them people got beat up, killed because they want to be in a white man's business and give him your hard-earned money instead of having your own stuff? That's the point here. Our minds are twisted. Like the bus route, when they wouldn't let us on the buses. There were other bus companies that owned black bus companies. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Don't you know when they did that boycott, it put them buses out of business? They was depending on their own people. They didn't just pick it white folks. They pick it their own people. God. They uh, What they call it? Uh, it's not pick it. It's called... Uh, Protest. Protest. Yeah. But uh, that's how screwed up we are. That's why we got to stop. We, we got to, like, separate ourselves from doing the same thing they do and have our own, build our own schools, our own businesses, and they have us fooled to think that if we don't do it ourselves that we won't be successful when they took everything from us and were successful. So this is another one of them things. And basically, if I might. Go ahead. Basically, what it is is uh, covenant. We just want them to be wanting something that somebody else got. Yeah. You know, and we want to, we want what they got over there. We want they got the fraternity. Okay. We want fraternity. Come. They got their church. We want their church. Come. You know, they got uh, all these businesses and stuff. We want to be part of them businesses and stuff. Come. You know, instead of us being content with what we got and having mm -hmm. our own and and not trying to be like it, but them 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 uh. Fraternities, they ain't no good for no, you know, that's, that ain't good for us no way. No. That ain't even our, our, that's not even our uh, culture. No, like, like everything is mixed into it. You no. got Greek, you got Roman, you got uh, Masonic type stuff. And like, 
it, it doesn't do anything. Like, if you're the type of person where you you don't mind being successful and like you the type of person that's gonna say, Well, he didn't work hard like I did then yeah, you're gonna be content with this. This is right up your alley. But if you're the type of person like me that's in the hood and, and see it every day and it makes you sick, you wish you wish you had uh three hundred million dollars. Right. Cause you would do it the right way. It pisses you off when you see people hit the lotto, right. and and it's the same type old white person that you know right. ain't gonna they do gonna, nothing with it, but it. yeah, yeah, or leave it right. to their children that already stay in the suburbs or got big houses, the house on the lake. But it, it's uh, that's why cats like us in UPK, of course, these priests are bringing out hot topics like this that need to be talked about because y'all be surprised. Like I, I know since you said you know about it, 